the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. My name is Ron Cabuno, and it is September 21st. Thank you very much for tuning in today. I took yesterday off. It was definitely in need of a personal day. Always nice to take that extra day off to get things settled and in order and get ready to give you guys a quality show. With the rip-roaring news cycle that we are faced with every day in this country and in this world, it is really easy for things to go by the wayside. So certain things like the drone mistake that was actually admitted to by the Pentagon and the White House last week, that was pretty important news. Because General Milley said that it was all about transparency for him and even though it's after the fact and it's completely flying in the face of what they said originally, it is transparent that they are coming out with this revelation now. There's no reason that we should have to find out about it, you know, in papers or in some kind of investigation years down the road. So kudos for that. However, this type of bad intelligence and this type of bad outcome is what gives people a lack of confidence in their elected officials and military leaders when they ask for permission for some sort of military advancement in the future. And having seen the destruction of the actual bombing that took place at the gates of the airport just a couple hours before they went and struck this supposed target, it's understandable they did not want a repeat of all those casualties, but the information has got to be correct. And so I just wanted to get that out here in front and say that this is not a good look, especially when we're considering that we're going to be making this an over-the-horizon war effort in Afghanistan, trying to hold off any type of Al-Qaeda insurgency or ISIS strongholds. On the flip side of that token, we all have to agree that this is how we've been waging war for the past two decades. And so if you're outraged at the civilians that died at this drone strike, then I would hope that you were just as outraged when the thousands of other people have perished in similar incidences in the past 20 years. Just remember to keep that in mind, keep everything in context. This war has been fought over the course of four administrations, and so it's really not fair to be holding any one particular president or wing accountable. We have to remember that everyone was on board pretty much, except for, I think, one representative of Congress in terms of going into Afghanistan with military action in the first place. Now, what happened since then? That is definitely a tale that can be told over many hours. And yes, there have been individuals who have made bad decisions that have got us off the track of what we were originally intending to do. But we're going to put that aside for today and just say that it's both a good and a bad look for our military and for our civilian leadership. You know, a lot of places are having really difficult times keeping the doors open because of, sh of staffing shortages right now. And there is a place that's near and dear to my heart that is not immune from such tribulations, and that is Uptown Pizza. Probably the best pizza around in my estimation. There are a couple that are real close, but this one's right up there. And so they have got to shut their doors for a few days a week now because of staff shortages. Luckily, they were open last weekend on their hot nights, and I was able to slip in there for a couple of small personal pizzas made extra crispy. When I got there, I had a minute to wait, so I picked up a review newspaper, and I have to tell you that I saw the most out-of-touch, racist grandpa-type 
editorial on like page five of this supposedly innocuous little um, community newspaper, I was taken aback. I had no idea who's in charge at the controls there that would let this thing in there. And not only that, but this is basically retired Air Force guy living in Boardman, who's supposedly a voice of wisdom. And my goodness, the way he talked was so ignorant, it made me embarrassed for him. I'm going to do a full breakdown of that article tomorrow, so please stay tuned. Today, though, let's talk about the snowflake convention that was the Candace Owens event, I guess we call. She just talks and everyone is there to listen. And what was everyone there to listen to? Well, it was essentially a black woman who was there to badmouth blacks and women. You see, just like Donald Trump, Candace Owen has the luxury of saying the quiet part out loud. How many people in attendance wish they could say things like, blacks are using slavery to excuse themselves of everything, or we need to knock it off with all this homosexuality stuff. We need more manly men, AKA the people who fit the mold of what I think is a manly man. I wonder if she thinks Joe Namath back in the Super Bowl era wearing his fur coat was manly enough for her. You see, she gets to say whatever she wants and as long as it excites you into rage, then it fits the bill. In one breath, she wants to talk about how the East knows what manly men mean and the West is so, you know, feminized and effeminate that we have no idea what it means to be a real man anymore. And when she says the East, I think we pretty much know what she's talking about. She's talking about China. She's talking about Russia. They still know what a manly man is. And then, in probably a very next sentence in some of her talks, she'll tell you about how the left wants nothing more than to turn us into communists secretly. And that's all they want to do, is to have government run our lives. Well, let me ask you something, Candace. How do you think that there are only manly men in those societies? Maybe it's because they don't allow homosexuality and they stone people of other races and they're all the way back into medieval times in terms of their progress and letting people live their lives. So case in point, here you have her exalting a, a society for doing something and yet using them as the boogeyman that her supposed enemies within America are trying to turn us into. What she does is so evil and insidious, it almost, it's beyond words. She essentially addressed a room of middle-aged white folks and told them, even though they are the most powerful demographic group in the country, that they are the ones being put upon and they love it because that's all they want to hear is how things are being taken from them and their terrible actions are completely justified at every turn. So what's the average message from her look like? Well, it certainly isn't one of cooperation. And that is the worst part of it. Candace Owens teaches you to hate your fellow Americans. Candace Owens is not a problem solver. And the fact that you have people like the head of the GOP locally and some of our local representatives sitting there saying that her coming is the greatest thing ever that could have happened just goes to show you that all they care about is smiting their enemies. 
All they care about is stomping the boots on the neck of their enemies. And they want to make their fellow citizens and neighbors into enemies because they have different points of view. I wish I could just sit here on the Mahoning Valley podcast and talk about the new ice cream shop that opened up. And that would be benign enough and entertaining enough for me because gosh darn it, I love ice cream. But there are some serious issues that are going on on a national level and the contagion, as we can see with vaccine hesitancy, all boils down to local level and local politics. So these, these stories are extremely important to talk about constantly because we can see that they're creeping up in every aspect of society. Far be it from me to tell you what to do, but maybe you shouldn't listen to anybody who isn't trying to find a middle ground with their own citizens and their own neighbors. Maybe when all they want to do is make them out to be someone who needs to be eradicated and cannot be cohabitated with isn't the best approach to living life and making America the best it can be. When she wants to tell you that the left is there to shove trans values down your throat, I'm here to tell you that's not the case. Do I believe in someone's freedom of expression? Yes. But if you're sitting there at a Candace Owens event, you're saying the same thing about your freedom of expression. But what she's saying is that because someone who is trans, let's say, wants to have their freedom of expression, that they shouldn't be able to, and that you don't have to honor it. Because gosh darn it, your old-fashioned values are all that matters. I don't identify myself as a Democrat anymore, but I sure as hell am a liberal. And I live in Mahoning County, and I'm not trying to force any kind of values that you don't believe in down your throat. So this boogeyman that she and so many other people like to construct is completely false. All people of those type of groups are asking for is equal protection under the law and equal value in the eyes of society. Now, if you don't believe in how they live their life, that's okay, but you can't denigrate them and you can't make them less than because guess what? They're worth just as much as you. But no, people like Candace Owens want to tell you that just because people, let's say, in trans groups are fighting for equality, they're actually trying to take away your way of life. Completely couldn't be farther from the truth. So what she does is she says, we have to attack them and we have to vilify them and we have to nullify any attempts that they have at making themselves equal in the eyes of society. So who's who's worse in the end? Is it the people who are just going out there and having rallies to make sure that they're covered on their partner's health plan? Or is it the people who are somehow conflating that mission of a personal nature as an affront on them when it isn't, and then wanting to denigrate them and take away any ability of them to gain those rights? Think about where you stand in that argument. Think about how un-American it is that you are being riled up into a frenzy because someone else just wants to live their best life. Isn't that what you're trying to do? I feel terrible that this type of vitriol is so popular and that these type of figures are so intriguing to society or at least certain parts of it. Is this what you consider to be entertainment? Just rallies of anger? Where is the problem solving? Where is the consensus building? Where is the understanding that these people that you do not understand and therefore do not like still have a right to be there and coexist with you? There is none of that. All there is 
is justification in why you're allowed to hate them. It couldn't be more wrong-minded. Once again, I feel terrible that the local GOP is supporting this type of hateful assembly, and I hope that they see the light in the future. Although, if it bleeds, it leads, and they are playing a blood sport right now. So that means they're probably going to keep going and rock this thing until the wheels fall off. And I'm going to be here, hopefully, talking against it as long as possible, because that's what's necessary. Voices of reason in the community. Voices that push back. And voices that will be here tomorrow. Thank you very much for tuning in. Love you guys. Take care. Be well. Thank you.